0: Hey, welcome to another Coaching You podcast with the coach, Brendan Sir. I think today you're going to, no matter what level that you coach at, this is a game changer for you. Uh, I don't care if you've won NBA championships, if you've won NCAA championships, high school championships. I don't care if you've coached two years or 25 years. This is someone that will change the way you think, Will make you a better coach if you listen and participate. Tim O'More, Dr. Tim O'More, uh, President of Growing Leaders uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, had the pleasure of meeting him about three years ago, and he has changed and made a huge influence on my life and the things I do and the deal, way I deal with young players. Uh, he will. T- I don't care how good you are. He will take you to another level. Uh, his books are off the charts. His new one, Marching Off the Map, is fabulous. Uh, but his work he's done with Tim, I think you will find that he's one of the very best we've ever had on podcasts. It's his second one Tim's done. I did one right after I met him the first time. His new book, though, compelled me so much to want to have him on again. I think when you when you listen to Tim, you'll walk away like I just you know finished with him, you know, with absolute goosebumps. And so I think, you know, when we take a break with our sponsors and come back, you're going to hear one of the real great coaches and leaders in the world, Dr. Tim Elmore. Our friends at Crossover want to help you coach smarter and win more games. They'll cut and tag your game film for you, giving you back interactive shot charts, searchable clips, and advanced statistics in just 12 hours. Stop wasting time in the film room doing all that tedious prep work. Simply log in and start getting powerful analysis straight from your video. Even if you think you already know what these guys are all about, I suggest you take another look. Their new insights, features, create hex spin charts, and shooting efficiency reports for you and your opponents. Something you're not going to get with Huddle or anybody else. Get the boys and girls teams on board and you'll both save 10%. Add on football, volleyball, lacrosse, hockey, or soccer, and your savings go up from there. Sign up at www.crossover.com forward slash coaching you to receive one free game. That's crossover with a K dot com slash coaching you to get one free game. Now with Dr. Tim Elmore, our second time into coaching you podcast. Welcome, Tim. Thank you so much for doing this.
1: Brendan, always great to be with you.
0: Okay, congratulations. It's like... you know, watching all the football that's Labor Day weekend, and it's like watching all these big matchups. You are Alabama versus Florida <laughs> State, and yeah. er, you came out again, and you just keep knocking the damn ball out of the park on every book that you do. You're my John Gordon. I mean, you just, you just, you just, <laughs> you, just you guys. I don't know how you do it. You're so darn prolific. But you know what? Even better though, that you and John do is you knock it you get right to the point that needs to be made and i think each book so independently speaks to what needs to be said uh when you came up with marching off the map briefly uh, you know cuz i know the story briefly get to how you came to that wonderful title but then to the
1: content yeah sure well brendan the title obviously is not mine Uh, It's a concept that comes from centuries ago when Alexander the Great was marching across the known world with his three armies and conquering every bit of territory that they they came upon. But the marching off the map idea is um, Alexander and his troops just continued to march off the known world, off the known maps. And he was known to frustrate his soldiers because he transformed them into map makers. They literally had no guide as they moved into this new territory. So where the rivers, where the valleys, where the mountains, and uh, his soldiers were literally mapping as they marched. And as cliche as this sounds, I really, truly, genuinely believe that's the day we're in with coaches and educators, and really, for that matter, parents. Um, We're in such a different day, and I describe this in the book, that we can't just keep using old methods, uh, old styles that work back when we were young. We're in new territory, and we need brand new maps. So that's that's kind of my that's kind of where the the uh, the title came from.
0: I think you're so spot on. I think uh, so many of the coaches that I work with, um, the guys that have been doing this for fifteen to thirty years, yeah, they've been yeah. taught by someone who taught them who had been doing it for thirty years. So our kids are lucky if they get something that's sixty years old. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> And, That's very and, true, and they can't understand why the kids don't grasp it. I, I yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it amazes me. And but I want you, and, and I don't know if you'll do a podcast like this with any of our other friends, but I want you to just take the mindset now that you are working with coaches and only coaches, okay, and sure. now and now. Uh, coaches need this so badly, whether they're the high school coach, of course, or the college coach, or even the NBA coach, because the kids yeah. are one and done. They're getting there. I got younger yep. players in the NBA than I had in college, and so now I want you to talk about how to coach these young people, men or yeah. women.
1: Absolutely. Well, that's um, I know that's what you're about, and that's what we're we're really about to coaches, educators, parents, um, employers. Um, I would say the way I would bottom line this for a coach that just maybe perhaps is even a little frustrated at this screenager that he's trying to coach or she's trying to coach that is better, you know, on a screen than they are with people. And they don't seem to have the resilience or the grit they used to have. What's wrong with these kids today? And we really, in many ways, only see our side. You know, in other words, we're frustrated because they don't seem to um, Brendan, I think the first time we met, I shared a coach's poll even mm-hmm. where we talked about how, uh, about 3000 coaches weighed in and said, we see a drop in this, 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 and this. And it was these very virtues that we're talking about. Where is the discipline of this new generation? Let me give the other side. If you think about the average teenager today, and I realize we have different levels of coaches, but let's just say the average teenager today, maybe you're recruiting a team as you listen today to this podcast. Um, they grew up in a very different world than the millennials did, for instance. So think for a minute. The last 15, 16, 17 years have been marked by terrorism, recession and unemployment, corporate scandal, racial unrest. Brendan, I feel like I'm back in the 60s sometimes. It's just, you know, it's crazy. Um, you know, uh, it, complexity and uncertainty, social media. So the la- all I'm uh, proposing in this book is the last 15 years were a little bit darker than the previous 15 years that were enjoyed by all of us in the 90s and the late 80s where everything was awesome and the iron curtain was falling and we had cell phones for the first time and internet. it, it just a little bit, little bit darker. So here's some bottom line statements. Confidence is morphing into caution. So because of the things being a little bit tougher, the overconfident millennial might, might be, the kids are going to still be confident, if they're talented, but it's, it's a little bit more of a cautious world. And I think we're going to have to teach risk-taking because it's like now, it's today, it's don't make a mistake, don't fail. Um, attacking an education is morphing into hacking one. What I mean by that is instead of this kid maybe back in the 90s that said, I'm going to get through my bachelor's and master's in five years and you know I'm just on this, now it might take six years, maybe more to get that education. And hacking simply means they may not go the traditional route in college. So the typical millennial might, you know, go four years to college Let's say they're an athlete and they stay at school. Now college transfers are big. They might go to three or four different colleges for one degree. And the hacking thing, Brendan, might be um, I'm doing a couple of MOOCs here. A MOOC is a massive online open course, an internship here. I got a mentor over here. And my resume may look like a litany of I don't know, a hodgepodge list of things mm-hmm. that they hope to God somebody's gonna hire them for a for a gig for a year and a half. So again, it's a little bit less of a single track to run on and it's more mixing and matching. Uh, consuming media is morphing into creating media. So I would say today's young person and, and even athlete doesn't want to just consume things and be told things or just view things. They want to create it themselves. So I think we need to be more participatory. How can we let athletes maybe even have a say in how practice goes as we get ready for our opponent this Saturday. Um, Idealism is morphing into pragmatism. This isn't all bad. I think it's good to have pragmatic young athletes. But, you know, where the millennials were idealistic, you know, I'm going to change the world by noon on Friday, you know, that sort of thing. I think now, you know, uh, pardon me, life sucks, you know. (laughs) And so they look around them and they see terrorism in Belgium and Paris and, and, and Charlottesville. We got this deal going on. So I think they're much more pragmatic than they used to be. And I think that actually could be good. Uh, Spending money is morphing into saving money. Uh, We're actually seeing data that Gen Zers, maybe because of the tough economy, are saving a little bit more than millennials did. Viral messages are morphing into vanishing ones. So coaches and parents need to be aware of this. So the Gen Z kid saw his older brother, who's now 25, post that big party he went to on Friday night and he had to post it, you know, I mean, after all Mm -hmm. you got to show pictures of the party, but then he did that job interview on Monday morning and you know, the future employer saw that party online, and now he doesn't, he didn't want to hire him. So now we're using Snapchat. So uh, I got a post, but it goes away in nine seconds, you know, that sort of thing. Um, feeling special is morphing into feeling savvy. So, um, the morph has been, um, Maybe maybe I'm not being told I'm special all the time for putting the fork in the dishwasher, but um, I'm, I'm more savvy now to what's going on. I've been online since I was four years old in preschool. And then lastly, one more, text messages are morphing into iconic messages. You know this. We're now sending messages with more images and icons than with words. So how do coaches leverage images better? Um, so um, I'll, I'll stop there. I'll let you volley back. But uh, I've got a couple of quick applications one, before we're done that I think coaches might be able to um, to grab onto.
0: Yeah, and and that and that is the the basis that I wanted to get to is now okay, that now good. that you got yeah. now you got us right there. And and brother, that was I'm glad we rehearsed this for two hours this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I. Yeah. but now, if you would give us those applications for that high school. Uh, boys basketball coach or that women's yeah. college coach that now they come to me and they say, oh, I, my kids are impossible. They're not serious. They're not positive. Yeah. Or the yeah. coach, he's not positive. Yeah. You know. Now you've explained why, but how do we apply?
1: Yeah. What do we do? Yeah. Well, the first thing I would say may sound a little pithy and predictable, but let me just say it. Coaches, relationship with the athlete is vital. If you want to break through and, and get through, Um, I often say, don't seek control, seek connect, uh, or don't seek control, seek connection. Uh, Meaning, I think whenever things get out of hand in practice, we just want to yell and scream and blow the whistle and just seek control. It's a normal adult response (laughs) when kids are not getting it. I think control is a myth. I've never been able to control the attitude of an adolescent, but I I can seek connection. And so coaches, if you'll take the time to just connect, and it doesn't need to be an hour long. It just might be a few minutes where it's just one-on-one. You're finding out what's going on at home or, or just what's happening in their life. You show that you care about them as a person, not just an athlete. This is gigantic today. It's always been big. John Wooden taught us that, but it's just huge today. So can I just say take the time to build a bridge of relationship that can bear the weight of truth. Brendan, I think I said that last time we yes, were together.
0: Yes. it is. But it, it, it's something that the whole key to coaching yeah. is about relationships.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. And the best ones, I really think know how to do this. Even if they're gruff, they still somehow, the athlete thinks, okay, he gets me and he knows my life, or she, and, uh, and can really um, do that connection thing. So we live in a disposable world, the student athlete feels like they're being disposed of too quickly if they have anything go wrong, an injury or, or something. And so building a relationship lets them know you're not just disposable and I care. And that earns us the right to have those hard conversations, you know, but we put, we put our arm around their shoulder before we yelled and screamed. And I think that's what they need. Um, secondly, I think coaches are going to have to leverage media and social media better. While I don't like it, Um, I think social media has done both good and bad. There is a horrendous amount of data out there that's showing us that the angst and anxiety we see in young athletes today directly parallels the rise of social media. So I'm not an old fogey here. I, I believe there's some good things that can happen. We've got to do the constructive thing. We need to redeem social media. So how can we utilize it to communicate with our athletes? How can we do something that's fun? Uh, they they love to laugh. In fact, sometimes they laugh to to ease the pain of the angst they feel about the pressure of doing excellent in everything they do. So um, uh, use humor and use relationship through media and social media uh, better. I know a lot of coaches do that. They're, they're maybe sending out a Snapchat or an Instagram or maybe even a text message. But coaches, if you're like me, this is not your natural habitat. I encourage you to learn. Bring a tech guy in or a gal. And say, talk to me about how I can can use this. Um, Two, uh, our third, motivation. Believe it or not, I think we've got to um, motivate athletes differently today. Certainly winning is always a motivation. No doubt about it. These are competitive young people. But um, incentives are going to be more of an issue. Um, I already see this on the horizon. Uh, why do we do this? You probably hear the athletes ask a lot of why questions because they've had a personal trainer and they're on, you know, YouTube getting training videos here. So now you're only one voice in their life. Uh, so they're asking what's in it for me. I talk about, they've tuned into WII FM radio. What's in it for me. (laughs) Um, and the more we can say, this is going to help the team, but let me tell you how this is going to benefit you in the long run. We're going to earn the right to be heard because we've shared that. One more. This may or may not sound relevant, but I believe it is. I believe we're going to see morals becoming more and more fuzzy. Now, I do believe, Brendan, there's a lot of very gray areas in our world. There's a lot of le- there's less black and white than we used to think <laughs> there was. But but I really believe that artificial intelligence, which I talk about this in book in this book, are going to make us really. We're going to have the opportunity to do things we never had before. And I think the morality of our kids, what's right and wrong? What can I get by with? It's only wrong if I get caught. Let me, let me say one more thing. I'll let you volley back. This is a little on the edge, but uh, let me just say this. Uh, a couple of months ago, I was on vacation with my family in Europe. And while we're over there, we're in London and Paris, and we're just we're just seeing the sights. I get a taste of what's coming in America, I believe. There are now cafes that you can go to in Europe where you're served by a robot, okay, so this is an artificially intelligent machine, but I'm not talking about a robot like, you know, the Jetsons where Rosie was waiting <laughs> on it. I'm talking about a gorgeous, female-looking, runway-model-looking robot that will serve you coffee and a sexual favor. And the big debate is, well, this is good for marriages. The men will have their needs met that way. Others are saying, no, 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 that's bad for... Me. And I'm thinking... I don't even think we're ready to have this conversation. You know, we're, we're, so how old we're are your kids, Tim? How your you college-age kids, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, I, so I'm thinking as a as a coach, as a dad, a mom, whatever. Are we ready to have conversations rather than just X's and O's, where we really talk about this? And then we apply to our sport. We do need to be compliant with the rules. We do need to take the high road when a bad call is made. But that that comes from us saying, you know what, some things are right and wrong. So I'll stop right there. And wow, volley follow,
0: follow back. Make sure when we're offline, you get me the address to that place. I just want to <laughs> use it for research purposes. Of course, yeah, when we go to Europe this, research, next year, yes. when I do a clinic. Uh, okay, so I'm coaching. I'm coaching, let's say, a, a, a college basketball team. Uh, and yeah. uh, You know, and I have a multicultural team, and I got I got some rich white kids. I got some, you know, affluent black kids. And then I have some kids that just have come up the hard way. And I got a couple of kids from Europe and I got one from Australia, let's just say. you know, So that's the way a a college basketball team is made up nowadays from the men's and women's side. All right. I am coaching the same way I've been coaching for 25 years. My assistants are recruiters. Yes. Okay. Their job is to go get players. Oh, yeah, by the way, we're supposed to be teaching these guys X's and O's of how to win. Yeah. Okay. You're coaching a team. What What should you be focused on more than anything?
1: Wow. Well, I think I would focus on a handful of things. Um, first of all, I would watch how they relate to authority figures. Because in a world where kids no longer need adults to get information, mm-hmm. they may have a very – maybe, I'm not saying they will, but maybe have a very poor relationship with parents or coaches or teachers, I would make sure I find out how they relate to that because that's going to be an omen of what's to come under your authority. So um, I just think uh, that whole issue is is huge. Secondly, I would look for a a hint of leadership capacity in that student athlete. Here's why. I just had a great conversation with Dave Hart, the former athletic director sure. of Tennessee, Alabama, Florida State. Dave said, Tim, I have, I've been over crazy good coaches, Nick Saban, Bobby Bowden, Pat Summit." Uh, he said, I've never seen a championship team without leadership coming from within the players. Not just good leadership at the coaching level, but the players. And I think he's right. Every time I look at championship, somebody or maybe a group of people and often it's the upper class, but but not always. Had a leadership bias with it. They knew how to lead their peers. So I uh, I just bl- uh, posted a blog where I talked about how to recruit for leadership yeah, that. in a that was student great. athlete. Yeah. So that's going to be that's going to be really really big, I think. Um, and then you know, I, I, Brendan, you know my heart. I, yep. I think we just got to look for character. We've got to look for. Is there a sense of um, he's not just putting on a show, or she's not just putting on a show in this recruitment meeting I'm having right now? I can tell they they really are. They've got a moral compass inside, because once again they're going to get on campus or wherever they are, and the opportunities are plentiful. And now we've got a bad decision made on Thursday night, and they are not they're not eligible anymore because. They don't have any moral compass inside. So those would be the issues I would really pay attention to in addition to talent and speed and everything else that they normally do.
0: You know, yeah. in, in the NBA the last three years, the best team by far was Golden State, of course. And, yeah, And they sure. just say, oh, yeah. the talent, the talent, to talent. Yeah. And I say leadership, internal leadership yeah. because of high character.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. And
0: Steve Kerr, I think, is absolutely brilliant. Because yeah. he gets the connecting part more than anything. Yeah. I mean, and, and there's a lot of guys that are great. But this guy, he oozes with it. And he's so relaxed. He's not a yeller. He's not a screamer. Yep, that's so true. And But here's the interesting thing. And this is, I think, a reflection upon leadership. Is Steve, unfortunately, gets sick twice in the last two years. A year mm-hmm. ago, he can't. Start the season, Yeah, Luke Walton, no experience whatsoever coaching takes over, starts the season 24-0, okay? Yeah. And then uh, this year, uh, Steve gets uh, hurt, sick, whatever, during the playoffs. Mike Brown, terrific coach, but has had several stops along the way. He steps in, you know, I think 11-0, and 10-0 in the playoffs. This team is internally led. Yes, yeah, yeah. and It's and, true. Okay, and, and now we're talking about guys like – Steph, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green are there, but now they add an outside piece in Durant.
1: Mm-hmm. But,
0: you know, I think what they it oozes with is high character and this incredible urge that they all, you know, I, I, I don't like to use, they all have the same thing that they're trying to shoot for. But explain to us from a more academic standpoint that I'm saying it, is how does one get a, a group to buy in, let's say.
1: Yeah. Well, I think there does need to be alignment on the overarching goal. Um, again, we, we, everybody would say, well, of course, we want to win the conference sure. championship or whatever. But I, but I think it goes deeper than that. There is an emotional connection on the team beyond the court or the field or the pool. Um, the teams that do this – in fact, this is true for work too. I, I care about my colleague beyond nine to five. You know, um, We just had a situation where one of our team members – uh, had to move out of her apartment rapidly, we stopped work and just all helped her move. Now, did we lose money that day? Probably, yeah. But boy, it was a huge message we sent to everybody. We we care about each other. And you know, I, I tell you what, there are our team, San Antonio Spurs, they, year after year, they care about the, each other. So I, I feel like that's going to have to be huge. But let me tell you a story that, um, again, I told you I just talked to Dave Hart Dave Hart was with Bobby Bowden way back in the day when Bobby was winning, winning, you know, football championships. Dave and Bobby were on top of the platform watching practice. You know how they're high up. And they're in this conversation and Dave said out of the corner of my eye, I suddenly see a fight break out on the on the practice field. And he said I I then I look at Bobby. He's still talking to me. He's not paying any attention to the fight. He's not even moved at all. You know, he just just keeps talking. And Dave goes Head coach, don't you want to step in and break this up? And he said, I realized why he didn't flinch. He said, I looked down. I looked away from Bobby as he's talking to me. I looked down and I saw fellow players on that team go over to the two guys that were fighting and pull them apart. And they yelled face to face, six inches apart. That's not how we do things here. And suddenly you realize he's got leadership on the team. This is solid Moral compass we 've got a way of doing things, so I guess the answer to your question yeah. is, we not only have a shared goal that we all align with we 've got a way of doing things here that 's so crystal clear, and that may mean coaches need to not only model the way they need to talk about this. Here are five things we do did not john wouldn 't do this here 's how we put our socks on here 's how we you know shower and get out of the in the, in the cold weather after the game so I, I I want coaches to consider getting very explicit. This is how we do things here because that's that it, uh, just clarifies leadership. I think from within the team when it's crystal clear from the coach.
0: I heard a great uh, part to that wooden sock story uh, last week, actually, and. Uh, When he would do this, remember, that was back when freshmen were ineligible to play varsity basketball. And and so he would do it with the freshmen. He would take the freshmen into the locker room and tell them to put their socks on. And then when they finished and told them, this is how we don't get blisters, that's the only part of the story I knew. And, you know, that he showed them that care of them. And then he said to them, now, I want you to understand, guys you i believe that you guys are as good as those guys out there that are going to win the national championship mm-hmm. this year that's why i brought you here so he used that as one story but then at the end that re- the connection that relationship part of telling them he believed in them yes. which is i think yeah. one of the most the strongest thing a parent coach yeah. teacher can do or a business person to say to their people that they believe in them yeah, and no uh, and so you know i think we hear often about you know, we got to get buy-in from our team. We got to get buy-in. Well, you don't get buy-in until you get
1: believe-in. Yeah, that's right. I totally agree. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so, I in thi- fact, I, I would. Say, can I just follow you back? Yeah, real quick? sure. I think um, this belief thing is absolutely the secret. And and by the way, we can't fake it. We can't say I believe in you, and and they go everything you do tells me you don't. So it's got to be words and actions. But I tell you what, when and a young athlete believe, believes that they are believed in, their effort, their response just goes up immeasurably. This is what data uh, tells us. So I, I just want to reiterate, and there's no doubt about you're scientifically accurate in that statement.
0: Fast Model Sports is the world's most versatile basketball coaching software to help power your preparation. FastModel has developed the industry's best coaching software, including the number one play diagramming and playbook software, FastDraw. FastDraw bridges the gap between whiteboarding and the digital world with an incredibly easy to use interface that can be used on both your computer and your iPad providing maximum portability for your own personal play and drill database. Doesn't stop there along with FastDraw they have other great programs such as FastCout which I have used which helps coaches create clean professional sky reports customized for your team. FastModel is trusted and used by every NBA team and WNBA team and 85% of division one college teams You know we're going to get back with you at a, a, another time, but I wanted to, uh, you to uh, say this to our coaches: if they have to do, is they're they're going to get ready to start their season officially yeah. in about less than a month. Uh, practice. You know they all come in with piss and vinegar about oh here we go again. You know and now they're going to come out yeah. and they're going to come out and they're going to be so they're going to bust their guys and gals' ass the first yeah. few days. They're going to show yeah. how tough they are. I've been doing this 44 years. It's the wrong thing to do. It's not about showing how tough you are. Yeah. She's showing them how to do things the right way and to build them confidence, et cetera. And you can break people in one practice as well as building them up. That's right. Talk to them about uh, young people. I, I... And I'm watching the football games. I love football. And, uh, you know, and I watch a coach when a kid makes a mistake this weekend. And I watch when that kid throws an interception, fumbles the ball, and he comes off. And I see the head coach or an assistant just jump in that kid's face, grab him by the face mask and say things to him. How how do you coach a kid after a mistake from your point of view?
1: Wow. Well, first of all, I think it depends on what's the, you know, who's the kid. Because we want to play chess, not checkers. We want to, you know, this is a bishop, not a rook, so I need to treat him that way. So uh, whenever, there's a, whenever there's a mistake, or I, I would even say, Brendan, I'll go back to whenever you recruit a player and you see the type of person they are, problems arise from one of two extremes, abundance or abandonment. Meaning the adults in my life up to this point have done too much for me and given too much to me. That's that upper middle class athlete or whatever or they've, they've not even been there, and I've had to make my own way and figure it out myself. So the first thing I'd be asking myself is, is this abundance or abandonment in the background of this kid? If it's abandonment, I know they're probably going to need to have a, uh, an arm around my shoulder, uh, around their shoulder, uh, and, and 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 then you can talk tough, but the arm around the shoulder communicates, I'm with you here. This is not you versus me, it's we. Um, again, great, great story when Bear Bryant was coaching Alabama, uh, and Kenny Stabler, remember Kenny Stabler, Oakland Raiders quarterback from yesteryear, he played for Alabama and he thought it was third down. It was really fourth down and he threw the ball out of bounds so they could kick a field goal with like just seconds left on the clock. And it was really fourth down. He threw the ball out of bounds and they lost the game because he threw, he, he got it wrong. He made a mistake. But the fans went crazy. You know, this is an unforgiving crowd in Tuscaloosa. There, fans went crazy, crazy, crazy mad, yelling, swearing, cursing. Bobby Bout, uh, excuse me, uh, Bear Bryant runs out on the, makes a beeline to Kenny Stabler. People are thinking, good God, he's going to, he's going to hit him. <laughs> he went out there and as soon as he arrived to him, puts his arm around his shoulder and he walks him in and they're just talking. And he, number one, he wanted to communicate to the crowd. This is my boy. And and you know, we're going to we're going to make this right, but let me do my business here. But secondly, he knew Kenny Staber was feeling horrible. And you know, he, he got it. So he needed a paternal, uh, now, do you think they had some come to Jesus meetings in the law? Lo- Absolutely later. <laughs> but um but he knew right then what he needed was an arm around his shoulder.
0: Hey, let's take a second to tell you about one of our partners, Dr. Dish. Dr. Dish basketball shooting machines are the most high-tech and durable basketball shooting machines on the market today. Each shooting machine was designed specifically for high repetition training to allow players to improve through technology. Dr. Dish offers game-like training to give hundreds of shooting reps in just minutes and to provide powerful analytics to help players improve their game. Dr. Dish has also introduced Skill Builder, which is the first of its kind of basketball shooting Industry that enables coaches and players to stay connected, design and upload training exercises that combine shooting, conditioning and ball handling into one complete workout and instantly receive feedback on their workout, allowing for real time adjustments and improved performance. It is without question the most innovative basketball training machine on the market. It's been the official shooting machine of coaching you for the last two years. To learn more about Dr. Dish, log on to drdish.com basketball.com or follow them on Twitter at Dr. Dish B-Ball. Tim, one of the things I wanted to ask you is, you know, when, when I see the incredible work that you're doing, you know, you're working with professional teams, you're working with college teams, you're working with schools, educators, businesses, you know, growing leaders has become... You know John Maxwell Jr. and I say that would. Uh, I'm a huge Maxwell fan, and I know you've been re- associated with him for 25 years. When you were involved, uh, you're 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 making a difference in the world uh, in a great way where we need it. What's the dream? What is your dream of what you want to accomplish?
1: Wow. Well, right now, the stuff that wakes me up uh, every day is is a huge dream. We are now going after. Uh, 35 million young leaders around the world, so not just the United States, around the world. And uh, Brenda, we call this we call this Onefluence. I've taken the word one and influence and put them together. Onefluence is a vision uh, that's going to take us global. So we start here in the U.S., but global. But um, Onefluence, let me tell you what it's, what it's about. We believe that we are going to be able to to connect. 35 million kids and and do this thing, and it's going to take technology. So, we, uh, w- you can actually go to onefluence.com. It's a website, but it's going to be free stuff. Nothing's for charge. Um, but the kid, we're going to ask kids to grow, engage, and influence. So, we have some free habitudes. Now, Brendan, you know what habitudes I, yeah, are. I love it. Habitudes are images that form leadership habits and attitudes. So, we have four free images that um, can be, you can learn leadership. And these are four truths that we believe everybody needs to learn. So it's, it's about character. It's about focus. It's about courage and responsibility. And then it's about relationships. Wow. So that's the step. Step one, four free images. And then step two, engage. We need to get up off our butts and serve. So this step two is now now that I've learned this stuff, I'm going to go and serve. And then step three, I'm going to influence at least one other person to jump into this journey with me and serve as well. So um, OneFluence is my dream for the future. And I believe we can move the needle if we just get 1% of the young population on board with this idea of solving problems and serving people. And so I believe we can do it on on athletic teams. I really do. And I know you do as well. Um, so that's my dream and, uh, I'm hoping that from, from here, we can go to there in the next several years and really move the needle on planet earth as we, as we do it together.
0: Well, Uh, I'm on board. I believe in you. And I I think what you're doing is, you know, I I believe in game changers. I believe in people that make a difference. And uh, you're, uh, when I I, I have to tell the story to some of our coaches that are listening, Uh, we first met. I had to go to one of the, I hate the word compliance. I hate the word mandatory, uh, as (laughs) all young folks do and even as old folks do. But I, and so I had to go to my mandatory SEC. Orient staff orientation yep. meeting in Birmingham, yep. and I'm sitting there, and I'm saying, "Why am I here? I've coached thirty years in the MBA. Why am I doing this?" And next thing, you know, we go through the the morning is, you know, is okay, and then all of a sudden, then they say, "And you're going to speak," and I said, hmm, okay. I don't know who this guy is. Let's see." And then all of a sudden, it made my day. So when you least expect to learn to grow and to change your life, that's when it happens. And so you made me a believer that day. uh, And I can't get enough of you. Thank God you send me uh, an email every day that I can grow and learn. And I love it. Uh, But you are a game changer. And I think you're one of the best coaches in the world, because you are coaching every day. And uh, if people want to get uh, obviously, any of your books, I love IY Generation, uh, Growing Leaders is incredible. Habitudes is the best book maybe you ever wrote, but uh, not, uh, but I love Marching Off the Map. Uh, where can Where's the best places to get
1: that? Okay. Uh, the best place to get Marching Off the Map or anything you just said, Brendan, is growingleaders.com. Growingleaders.com. And uh, that's our site, and um, you can uh, receive my blog. I do. You're right. I do send it out uh, daily, or you can get it on once a week on Saturday. But that's the one-stop shop, and we try to uh, give away lots of free stuff. But we also match Amazon prices, so that might be the best place to start. GrowingLeaders.com. That's, that's, that's
0: where I got mine. Okay, so that that's good. Now, how about if uh, I'm a sc- I'm a school, I'm a college, I'm a team, pro team, uh, or you know I, I want you to come in and uh, or someone on your team to come yeah, in yeah. and uh, and help us uh, what how's best to do that
1: uh, they can go to the same website growingleaderscom okay. but Tyler at growingleaders.com is the best person to contact Tyler T-Y-L-E-R, at growing com you can email him directly and I'll tell him you're you're to look out for for emails but he oversees the the coaching that, that um, you might want to get in touch with and, and to set up an event. And uh, he'll uh, be sure and get right back to you. And uh, we'd love to help and serve in any way we can.
0: Uh, coaches, take advantage of this because, uh, you know, you have a lot of people that can come in. This is one that's going to make a huge difference on your team. Uh, I can recommend it because I saw it and I participated in it. And you are something special. Tim, thank you again. And uh, I love the book. I love everything you do, and I'm I'm proud to have had you on.
1: Thanks. Back at you. Have a great day.
0: Thanks. As promised, Dr. Tim is amazing. Uh, the insights he gives you, the way you can be a better parent, coach, leader, teacher, educator, business person, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's about relationships, about connecting with people. And it's, it's not about the – I have so many folks that want to – they think it's all about – in relationships and in communication. It's about them. It's about the people you're trying to talk to. Tim gets it. I love what he talks about. Can't get enough of them. Make sure you take advantage and subscribe to his blogs and things like that. They're all free. The books are off the charts. Uh, bring them in if you if you have the resources to do that with your team. His team is, off, is just fabulous. And so any of his guys that come in, You'll love them. Uh, Dr. Tim Elmore, Growing Leaders. Spectacular. Hey, make sure now as you're going out, college coaches, men and women, as you're going out to recruit, make sure you have some videos for yourself that you can listen to in your downtime. Learn on demand. That's the whole deal in our business and in learning, as Tim Elmore said. We do, the traditional ways of learning, unfortunately, high school, college coaches, uh, unfortunately, that's not the way that we learn. Now, we learn when we want to learn. And so uh you are coaching. I have I talked to about ten coaches in the last two days. Every guy's busy, they're planning and stuff like that. When are you gonna do your basketball stuff? Well, I'll do it when I get home tonight, nine o'clock, ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at night. That's what's gonna happen. They do it when they work out in the morning, they watch their videos. Whenever you do you learn by demand. Go to coaching you T V. Take advantage of some great opportunities, some great deals to make yourself a better coach till next week the coach brendan sir